independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Where do you begin? Probably in Spain or Belgium where the rave took place. (laughs) And out of that rave rose the monkeypox. The monkeypox. Yes. The (laughs) monkeypox. I think we should go with a good old-fashioned public health scare. Yeah. A new disease. No one's immune. This can't be a made-up disease. The only moral thing to do is release a deadly virus into the general public. But I... Oh. oh. Wow. So, we've got our deadly disease. Now, we just have to blame it on something that's in every household. Something that people are a little bit afraid of already. House cat flu is coming, people. Yeah. Watching the people run around over the last couple of days talking about the pox of the monkey. You gotta pox the monkey. Eh, eh, pox the monkey. You better walk in a monkey. <laughs> Although I can be a little bit more excited than other people. Because if you were born from like 72 and below you have got the smallpox vaccine which is basically the monkey monkeypox vaccine oh yeah everybody else after that you are screwed you're going to get the pox and there's nothing you can do to stop it currently there's like two people maybe that have it two maybe maybe you would have to much like the ebola virus a little bit different but kind of like the ebola virus You'd really have to go out of your way to catch this thing, right? Besides going to a rave, which that alone should give you the monkey pox. Who goes to raves anymore? I didn't know those were a thing. Yeah, Chad, you didn't know they were a thing? Yeah, absolutely. I had no idea they were a thing. They're a thing. But more and more states are having issues. Doctors in Washington state are the latest to announce they're treating a patient with a suspected case of monkeypox, bringing the number of states investigating cases to five. There's one confirmed case in Massachusetts, and overnight, health officials near Seattle announced the country's sixth presumptive case, a man who recently traveled to a country where monkeypox cases have been identified. In South Florida, doctors are investigating two presumptive cases, both Patients also recently traveled internationally. Yeah. By the way, I- I- anytime you mention Florida, like if somebody was to say, where do you think this thing originated from? If it was in the United States, it'd be like Florida. <laughs> it's like the only place it can be. Zombie flu, monkeypox, you name it, Florida would come up with. But for all the freaking out, for all the fear, you would have to go a very long way in catching this. I just want you to know that. Want everybody to understand that, right? Like, if you don't have a monkey, <laughs> even if you had a monkey, if you had a monkey in your house right now, there are people listening to us in Texas that have a monkey. You're not going to get the pox unless you're around somebody that has the pustules that are seeping. Uh, you are exchanging bodily fluids, uh, or you're with somebody who's a shocker like this. And you're with them for an extended period of time. The chances of you catching this are very small. We must watch because if it becomes airborne, the pox will be free. Oh, no. Yeah, it's not happening. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. 
Love hearing from all of you. With that being said, it's a big day today. It is a big day for a lot of folk who are having opportunities to pay attention to the races across the country, in particular races like Georgia. Here's the thing with Georgia. There is a battle there that has nothing to do with Purdue and current Governor Kemp. It has all to do with who sided with who. These are the two people that are the leaders, and I say that with kind of a wink-wink, nudge-nudge, because Kemp's up by 30 points. One has been backed by Donald Trump. The vice president and many other conservatives have backed another cat, who is the current governor, Kemp. The election here is being seen as a test of just how important a voice Donald Trump still has in the Republican Party. Brian Kemp is a turncoat, he's a coward. The former president has endorsed and campaigned for former Senator David Perdue, calling Kemp a sellout for refusing to overturn the 2020 presidential election results in Georgia, where Joe Biden won. The winner will face Democrat Stacey Abrams in November. Yeah, yeah. So the winner ca- the winner gets Stacey Abrams in November, uh, which is... Uh, Fantastic, right? So for those of you guys who don't know, Stacey Abrams, who lost to Kemp last time and then said, oh, uh, it was stolen from me, uh, even though I think she lost for like some 80,000 votes, something like that. It wasn't even, you know, in a state, in a state. But she continued to talk about this. And by the way, just to let you guys know this too, which is hilarious. Remember, they passed all those laws that were going to be restricting voters in uh, Georgia. And it was the Jim Crow era 2.0 on steroids. Record turnout already for everybody. Black, white, green, orange, purple. Record turnout. Stacey Abrams, uh, well, she's just something. I, I, Some of the things that she says, you just shake your head about, including the fact that eh, Georgia's not a really great place. I am tired of hearing about being the best state in the country to do business when we are the worst state in the country to live in. When you're number one for maternal mortality, when you have an incarceration rate that's on the rise and wages that are on the decline, then you're not the number one place to do to live. I mean, I, I think it was an artfully delivered. Uh, my point was a point that I've made many times, and because we are listening to Brian Kemp give a, give narrative about a record that does not reflect reality. So wait, hold on a second. Okay, take away the business aspect. All right, let's move that over here because if that's what you're talking about, not reality, that's fine. Okay, you said it's. They're saying it's number one in business, and you're saying, yeah, but it's a crappy place to live. That's not helping you any. You should probably figure this out. How to maybe walk this back. These are communities where we are number one in the nation in HIV diagnoses. And so my point is well intended, which is that for so many Georgians, this is not the number one place to be, but we have the capacity for greatness. And if... <laughs> Just... Who... I see it with Biden, right? Biden starts talking, much like with our vice president, right? And at this point, I think now they just let her talk because they're like, this is going to be great. I don't even know what she's going to say, right? You know, she's going to say something crazy. She did yesterday. You know, when we talk about our children, I know for this group, we all believe that when we talk about the children of the community, they are the children of the community. (laughs) 
But with Stacey Abrams, you're running. And then when you double down, even though you're trying to dig a, you dig yourself out of a hole, it's, it is amazing. So she's running on the left side. On the right side, you've got Kemp, who's going to, I think, boat race Purdue today, which, again, goes back to this. I'm seeing it more and more. Here in the uh, great state of Arizona, which is a beautiful place to live, but not really. It's horrible. You shouldn't come here. We've already got enough people. The, the reality of it is, is Doug Ducey, the governor here, has uh, who was once a close pal of the former president of the United States of America. And they've had a falling out because of what? Because of what took place. He didn't overturn the election, so he too was a turncoat. Then it just kind of got weird from there. Well, apparently, Ducey, who's one of the vice chairs of like the governors, uh, Republican governors, said, and it's coming out more and more now that a lot of people are over Donald Trump. They're over the 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 battering and the attacking and the if I don't get what I want, I now coming after you, and they're pushing back. Uh, against a lot of the people out there who are being supported, you know, like, hey, Donald Trump likes this person, and they're coming out and saying, yeah, I, not so much. So today's going to be interesting to watch if the monkeypox doesn't kill everybody. I mean, there's a possibility that could happen. But if it doesn't, I mean, it's a possibility, but let's say it doesn't, then these things go on to see how Kemp does. And then there's also Raffensperger. Now, you remember that cat, right? He's the guy that told uh, there was a charge of essentially the election, and they're like, you better overturn this, and he's like, no. Also today, Georgia's Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, who famously, during a phone call in January 2021, refused to find former President Trump more votes, faces challenger Jody Heiss, who still falsely claims that Georgia's presidential election was a fraud. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. And this is a big test. And... Regardless of what happens today, and I'm going to say this about Trump, name me another president, former president, that still has sway the way that he does, that still makes news the way that he does, that still has pull the way that he does. You you can't. He's still out there if you're a Republican, but at some point, and, and this is something that I think is becoming more and more evident is you can't fix 2000, you know, you, you, you can't fix 2020. It's not happening. Now, you can move forward and we can continue to move forward or you can focus on the back end of, of, of you know, the ass, if you will, because and you don't want to be there. You don't. And I think that's a lot of what's going on at this moment in time. I think a lot of people, independent voters, Republican voters, are saying to themselves, we've had enough. It's time to move on. I can't fix yesterday. It's time to move on. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us. Again, if we don't get attacked and killed by the monkeypox, then there's a very good chance all of these primaries will happen today. But I don't know if that's going to happen because they're real and there's like maybe a couple people to have it. But that's how it starts. And the next thing you know, you feed them after midnight, monkey pox everywhere. They should probably give them rough greens. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Go there. Get a free two-week trial. 
bag of rough greens. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369, all this incredible stuff put together by Dr. Dennis Black, who is an amazing naturopathic doctor who's done a thousand different things from being a ranger to a, to a cancer survivor uh, to being a Green Beret and all of these amazing things. And yet he thinks this is his is biggest accomplishment. And it is incredible. What it's done for my dogs with his aches, his pains, the fact that Doodle's still alive is amazing. And I love every second of the time I get to spend with him. And that's probably three years longer than he would have had. And there's only one thing we change, rough greens. Sprinkle on top of your dog's food. Don't even change anything when it comes to your dog's food. Watch what happens. It's incredible. Two-week jump start right now for free. Cover the cost of shipping. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Go there today. Get your free bag. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. Helen Keller is a Nazi terrorist that is a male. Is that what you're telling me right now? Yeah. Are you thinking of Hitler? Who's Hitler? Vaccines work, but only the Chad Benson Show is 100% effective against stupidity. Do you know what D-Day is? D-Day. In person? A rapper? God, Karen, you are so stupid. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and wherever you find your favorite woke-free podcasts. This is the Chad Benson Show. The judge literally has a clock that's taking care or monitoring the time that each side is using. And the time is coming up to finish this trial. So calling Johnny Depp in Amber's case would have been a bad choice. There's really nothing he could say that would help her. You know what? The more I think about that, how awesome would it be that you have a trial where there's a there's a there's like a shot clock? How <laughs> great would that be? You're like, look, we only got 32 minutes here. We got to pick our, we got to pick our poison here. We got to be smart about this. We do. We have to. We absolutely have to be smart. So they're not going to call Johnny Depp again. Not again. Nope. 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 Now, how'd Amber do? There's a lot of inconsistency with with Amber's statements. They just don't add up or make a lot of common sense to me. No, I think for a lot of people, they feel that way. I think, like I said before, Johnny, I don't think it's going to win the case. I don't think he's getting any money out of this. She doesn't have any money by the sounds of it. I don't think she's getting anything out of, he's getting anything out of this other than I think people take a step back and they go, you know what? Those two were a hot mess. They kind of got what they deserved, but he was portrayed in the public to a point where he became a pariah. And as, and, and how I really understand and that is, there are directors out there who are saying, I'd work with Johnny again. Michael Bay's like, I wouldn't have fired him. So you're starting to get a sense that yeah, he'll have the opportunity to come back. Uh, but then there's another side of this thing. And I think a side that has taken a beating, not just from this, but over the last couple months from several different things. The Me Too movement. With the Me Too movement, we're supposed to support and believe the victim to encourage them to come forward in a very difficult thing to claim abuse. But it's Johnny's allegation that Amber has lied about her claims of abuse and has actually used the Me Too movement to get support for these false claims. So if true, she's done tremendous damage to that movement. Yeah, and I and I do think that she is again. You heard, uh, you know, there's several people that have talked about it. experts say ah, she uh, she's completely inconsistent. I mean, what you had here are two people in the throngs of addiction and partying 
and it was one of those things where there was some sort of animal attraction, but they were not good for each other, right? This was not a good fit ever. And they both probably did damage to each other. Uh, I think he's somewhat repaired some of, of, of his whatever it is that he thought he lost. Because this isn't about getting any financial money, but this, this was really an opportunity for him to try to regain the opportunity to work in the future and not on obscure movies in Europe. But again, all of this is subject to change with the monkeypox because at any given time, it's around the corner and it could come out. What happens if the monkeypox and COVID combined? The monkey vid? Covepox? Oh, God, Chad. I'm just saying, is it a possibility that they mutate? I need to know what kind of mask to wear. <laughs> Somebody help us. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. A lot of stuff to squeeze into. Some economy. Gas prices. Gary and happening away. Some immigration. Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Gas prices continuing to rise. Weird voice, Chad. Gas prices suck. How much do they suck? Let's find out. This time last year, gas averaged a dollar fifty-seven nationwide. That was then. Now we're paying over three dollars <laughs> more for what? a gallon of regular self-serve. The government's Energy Information Service says the average price this week four fifty-nine a gallon. You'll pay the most in California. Prices are lowest along the Gulf Coast. Let's uh, let's br- let's let's deconstruct this. Let's break this down, right? Let's do like like Madden would do, or you know, like Steve Kornacki, right? You guys can't see it, but imagine it in your mind. I've got a board up here. We're gonna start right. Here. This time last year, gas averaged a dollar fifty-seven. So dollar fifty-seven. We got one fifty-seven right here. I'm, I'm signaling that circles right there. One fifty-seven. That's your average last year. One five seven nationwide. That was then. Now we're paying over three dollars more for a gallon of regular self-serve. So that's a plus three dollars more self-serve regular. So one fifty-seven, three dollars. Holy mother of mackerels! The government's Energy Information Service says the average price this week four fifty-nine a gallon. So one fifty-seven. She, you know, I'm just breaking it down. We're rounding up here. Basically, it's four sixty is what I'm telling. Four sixty. You put that here. You circle that. You look over here like Steve Kornacki does, and there's a big opportunity right here for the Republicans to just tell people to drive by a gas station. And that'll be their thing. 157 plus 302, 470, carry the four, Democrat, Democrats' fault. Is it all the Democrats' fault? No. 
but still they're going to pay the price now have they and and we've talked about this right as i try to break it down to people right as i try to break it down to people every president is given something sometimes it's oh this is great i love it. it's a great cheeseburger right as they move into the uh, oval office sometimes they're given a turd sandwich what is that it's a turd sandwich Sorry. Stuff happened. Like, that happens. What you do with it, right? You're like, I'm throwing the turd sandwich away. I got to figure out how to turn this into a cheeseburger. Well, first thing is, I'm throwing it away. I'm going to find new things. I'm going to bring it in. Get my barbecue. I'm ready to roll. Boom. Here we go. Away we go. Other people will get the hamburger, and they'll turn it into a turd sandwich. I don't like that. No, you shouldn't. The Republicans and the Democrats the last two years fought over a lot of things. But there's one place the Democrats want to go. They're into renewable energies. Let's make the planet cleaner, yada, yada, yada. All sounds great, except when we start breaking down, you realize your zero-emission car probably has a lot of emissions to build the zero-emission car. So it's not like, again, you're growing it somewhere. You guys understand that, right? Like, There's no Tesla farm where they have magic beans and the Tesla rises up after they've watered it with, you know, sunshine and, you know, tears of a Pegasus. It doesn't happen. That's all manufactured somewhere. And then to get the electricity, there's that. So getting off fossil fuels, while it sounds amazing, the reality is here's where we are. Here's where we are. So how do we make the best of this? Well, when the Democrats had opportunities to you know, drill baby, drill baby, when the Democrats had opportunities to do certain things, when the Democrats had opportunities to go out in particular this administration and buy cheap oil, understanding what was coming, which was the perfect storm of people heading back to work, the potential of what was going on in Ukraine, and Russia and getting out there and buying and building up reserves that we could put out there without really risking any of our reserves, it didn't happen. It didn't. Now, they're going to continue to push, push, push. It's all Putin's fault. Today, on average, gas is costing $4.60 a gallon. That's up more than 10 cents a gallon from last week, almost 50 cents from last month. We're one week away from Memorial Day. Should Americans be buckling up for these high prices for the entire summer? Well, we're doing every, everything we can to try to bring those prices down. As you know, uh, this all emanates from uh, Putin's decision to invade Ukraine, which took Russian all oil of off the market. Not all of it. I mean, some of it, yes. But... Since troops started amassing on the Ukrainian border and there was the concern that Russian supplies would come off, we've seen prices at the pump go up $1.50. Yeah, but she says it's up $3. And you knew this was going to happen. You knew this was going to happen, and yet the reaction was slow. You knew this was going to happen, and yet your reaction was nay until it got to the point where people, you know, were saying, hey, uh, this sucks. Hey, we used to be energy independent. I'm feeling like this sucks. I like the Jake Tapper, but not all of it. Like, at least he pushes back a little bit. By the way, Biden yesterday, 
When it comes to the gas prices, uh, we're going through an incredible transition that is taking place that, God willing, when it's over, we'll be stronger and the world will be stronger and less reliant on fossil fuels when this is over. That's not what people want to hear. That's not. Yes, we want to be less reliant on fossil fuels. I think most people, for you know, outside of people who are in the oil industry, are totally fine with that. Sounds great. Except for the fact that we're not going to be any more less reliant. It's just not going to happen. I have news for you. It's not. People aren't running out and buying cars. They're just not doing it. Hell, even if you wanted to in many cases, you can't find one. So that isn't going to change anytime soon. And how many times do I have to explain this? We live today. Now we can plan for tomorrow. But you live for today. Think of it as retirement. You're investing today to reap the rewards tomorrow. But I still have to live today. I have to eat today. I have to put food on the table. I have to keep the lights on. I have to keep a roof over our head. Those are the things that are going on today. In the future, kids will be out of the house. The house will be paid for. The little ancillary things won't cost as much. And even if they do, we're in a much better situation. That takes time. That is not going to help you come November, no matter how bad people think that they are, the Republicans, because we're still a pocketbook nation. Energy Secretary Granholm. Sorry, was I laughing about that? Should consumers expect record prices into the summer? Oh, I think so. I think uh, prices are not going to come down in the next few months. I mean, summer driving season, you only see an increase in demand, and that's when prices usually go up even further. So there is all this demand pressure on the price of fuel. Our Energy Information Administration has said that the price of gasoline is likely to stay above $4 a gallon through this year. Through this year. Through this year. So let's understand what's going on. Let's get a feel of what's happening. And with all of those things taking place, so you've got fuel prices up. You've got diesel prices up. Vast majority of our goods come from the Port of Los Angeles. To operate in California as a truck driver, first of all, you've got so many issues that come to working in California across the board. I read a great article yesterday about California's doing everything they can to make gas more expensive. You've got to think about the regulations. There's a thing called uh, uh, California's Air Resource Board, who arguably is one of the most powerful of all of the organizations or departments in California. You've got the expensive fuel that's special blended. You've got special things on all of the trucks that are being driven to, you know, to operate there. All of these things add prices to your consumer goods, whether it's food, doesn't matter what it is. Biden was asked about a recession. In your view, is a recession in the United States inevitable? No. Our GDP is going to grow faster than China's for the first time in 
40 years. Now, does that mean we don't have problems? We do. We have problems that the rest of the world has, but less consequential than the rest of the world has them because of our internal growth and strength. Some of that's true. I don't know about the GDP. And remember, the GDP, uh, things are more expensive. We're, you know, I mean, there's, there's a lot going on. But here's something to understand. Uh, yes, our, uh, internally, we have much more than the rest of the world. We could literally isolate ourselves from the globe, and we'd be fine. Now, that's not what we're going to do. But, I mean, that's the kind of thing. We could just cl- close the doors and, and, and you know, and uh, it'd be painful at first, but eventually it'd be fine. Our frustration level comes into the fact, though, that the average person that's living, that was living just a little bit better than paycheck to paycheck is now scraping by paycheck to paycheck barely. The person that was living paycheck to paycheck is now making serious decisions about which bill don't I pay so I can put food on the table. And across the board, A majority of Americans believe that there's something coming recession-wise. And because of that, the confidence that they have in the economy isn't great. And that will play a huge, huge part in this. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. I'm going to turn to my... Monkeypox reporter. Any monkeypox? No monkeypox yet. No monkeypox yet. We're looking for it. We're going to keep our eye on it. It's a, it's an ever evolving story. <laughs> so funny. Somebody dies, Chad. Somebody has the monkeypox somewhere. It's the reaction again. It's the reaction. That's all you got to say. What's the reaction? People are losing their minds. Okay, that's hilarious. Like I said yesterday. To even think about for a second that you would have to put a mask on over something like this. People are like, well, that's the way the COVID started. Yeah. You didn't even have to really try to catch COVID. COVID was going to catch you. The monkeypox? You got to try. And even if you try, there's a very good chance that the mon- monkeypox didn't want. Yeah, I'm not really trying that hard. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three. Eden Pure. Maybe this will help you if you got the monkey box around your house. It's the best air purifier in the world. It's the Eden Pure Oxylave Two Thunderstorm. Right now, three units. You're going to save two hundred bucks by going to EdenPureDeals.com using code Chad three. Why would you do that? Well, first of all, kills, destroys, odors. You got some stink in your house? Stink no more. Trust me. Kids are smelly. Yes, I know that for sure. For sure, for sure. It'll eliminate odors. It will absolutely eliminate odors. 100% like that. Over 150,000 sold. No filters to buy. Plug straight into the wall and you will smell the difference, darling. And you will smell the difference. Right now, you can save $200 on the Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack. You're going to get full coverage for your house, your kitchen, your office, your bedroom, anywhere you want. Killed those odors. You're going to get rid of them like that. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Put in discount code CHAD3. What do you do? You save $200. It's a couple Benjis. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code CHAD3. Shipping absolutely free. EdenPureDeals.com. Use discount code CHAD3. Chad Benson Show.
If you're part of the politically exhausted majority, don't fear. Your time to be validated and rejuvenated is here. It's the Chad Benson Show. Yes, indeed. We're keeping an eye on the monkeypox today. As you guys know, the monkeypox has gotten free. Probably released by some rogue state. And because of that, there's a good chance that nobody's going to get it. But that doesn't mean... We still shouldn't panic. <laughs> I don't think that's what that means at all. I'm just saying. You never know what could potentially happen. This is how it starts, people. I'm telling you, I've seen the movies. This is how it starts. Next thing you know, we're thinking, man, if we had Cuba Gooden Jr., he had a dark gun, we could fix all this. But nope, we don't. No, no, no. Not right now. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Uh, This feels like something I would have done. Oh, wait. I did do something similar, but not with Uber Eats. Mom of two-year-old Barrett Golden got a supersized surprise after her son ordered 31 McDonald's cheeseburgers on DoorDash accidentally. Now, how did this happen? I was transferring pictures from my phone to my computer, and as soon as he sees the emblem, (laughs) like what he said, when he sees those pictures, he knows that the camera is just a swipe away. He doesn't know how to use DoorDash. No, he just knows how to press buttons. Yeah, I've got a three-year-old. She's getting really good on the computer, uh, which is great. Like, the world's just such a different place. It's so much easier to use everything. I I was talking to the kids last night. When I I remember the first family in my neighborhood that got a computer. My my best friend Ray and his family. They got like this this you know this Macintosh super. It only had a black screen with you know the green typing, and you would type and then it would move and then it would be a delay and then the letter would pop up. And it was like, I, I couldn't even remember what it was called, but it was one of those things where, like, the first thing they told you is like, oh, here's the deal. Do not shut it off without actually going through and exiting out. Otherwise, the entire computer will blow up. You're like, oh. Nowadays, you can just push, touch anything, and food shows up. He shows up with 31 cheeseburgers. And and I understand Barrett even included a tip. The total was $91.70. And he included a $16, 25%. So cute. What did you do with all the burgers? Uh, well, so it's interesting. We actually don't like McDonald's cheeseburgers here. I posted on the, our little town has a community Facebook page, and I posted on there if anybody wanted any burgers free. And apparently my child knows how to order DoorDash. Yeah. And DoorDash comes, and next thing you know, you've got it. Grilled cheese, dog and a cheese. No grilled cheese. Cheeseburger and a coke. Uh, no coke. Uh, Pepsi, uh, Pepsi and French fries. No fries, cheap. One cheeseburger, one Pepsi, one cheap. Cheeseburger. Pepsi. Cheeseburger, 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 four Pepsi, two cheap. I'll have the usual. Cheeseburger. <laughs> cheeseburger. When I was a kid, uh, right around my daughter's age, she's three now, my dad was in the St. Louis Cardinals organization, and we would be out visiting them during spring training. And my mother to this day still reminds me of the time that I called room service and had a bunch of burgers delivered. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Like burgers. Apparently, some other players helped with that. 
including one uh, very, 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 very famous player who was both a Met and a Card and then also happened to be on Seinfeld at once. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Cheeseburger, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. No monkey pox. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Ricky Gervais is in trouble in his new Netflix thing. I don't even think it's come out. Oh, it came out yesterday. We're going to talk about that. Let's just say his joke is hilarious. I've read it. I've not heard it. The reading of it is uh, is pretty funny. And, of course, he's... he's uh, <laughs> He's pissed people off, which is the whole point of comedy. It's not only to make people laugh. It's to make them uncomfortable. It's sometimes to piss them off. And at the end of the day, it's to make them think a little bit and to keep the people that are in quote unquote power in check somewhat, which they do more than the people like the journalist out there who are supposed to keep an eye, a watchful eye on the people in power that they don't do things they're not supposed to do. My goodness me, man, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. It's crazy. Uh, baby formula. This thing's a nightmare. It is. We shouldn't be in this situation where we're talking about baby formula the way that we're talking about it. We shouldn't. Right? We've already got a bad. You know, we've, we've, we've gone through the pandemic. Then, you know, we're, we're on the verge of another one with monkeypox. Uh... It is, it's, it is a, it's a joke. It really is. And here's the thing, too. From what people are saying and from what I can surmise is the FDA sent a letter that was anonymous to Abbott about the fact that Abbott, there could have been some tainted formula that caused the death of a child or two. Abbott, doing what they thought was right, shut the plant down. Well, was there children that were that died? No. Maybe. We don't know. Well, are there any charges? No. Well, what is it? I couldn't tell you. It's politics. It's weird. So maybe there was and maybe there wasn't? Yes. So there's no, like, the FDA, because the FDA is not really looking to see if a child died. I think they're figuring out, did, did Abbott, do you know about any of these things? And I haven't heard about any of you. You think it would be bigger? You think they would have pulled it from everywhere, but they just stopped the manufacturing? Now, this happened months ago. Optics would have said, we're going to be short. They control a vast majority of the uh, the market share. We should figure something out. Yeah, you think we should? It's possible. 
Do we have any countries that we trust? That their stuff's not manufactured in China where our children could get fentanyl on accident. Yeah, we trust the Germans and a few others. Good. Let's make it harder for them to get it here. And before that happens, let's wait till this thing becomes a crisis. U.S. military airlifted baby formula from Europe. That is a shocking headline. The United States, the land of the free and home of unlimited breadsticks, has been forced to airlift formula from Europe because we can't feed our babies. If I told you five years ago this was happening, you'd say, that's got to be the worst news of the day, and then I would tell you about genital monkeypox. Which we're keeping an eye on. You guys know about that. All right, the monkeypox is real. It's here. It's in maybe five states, and it might not be in five states. We're not sure, but it's a possibility it is, but we're not quite sure because they're more monitoring than anything else. But the reality is we are keeping you up to date over the potential of the monkeypox pandemic, the MPP, as I like to call it. You down with MPP? Yeah, you know me. We're going to keep you up to date on that. But it is a joke that we're in this position. It is a joke that we're in a position where we're we're airlifting stuff in. There's formula that comes in from Europe. It's hard, you know, because here's the other thing. This is and here's government in a nutshell. Government has also protected Abbott and many of the other formula makers by and there's really only four. What do they do? Massive tariffs and FDA hoops and regulations that they have to jump through when it comes to labeling that makes it virtually impossible to sell baby formula in this country from outside of this country. So they've built a, a, a quadrupoly where you got four groups that are really running everything. Oh, that's a pretty good one, Chad. I know, right? I thought it's the, right off the top of my head. But you saw this company coming. You saw this happening. You saw this taking place. And yet, you were slow to the draw when it came to this. I do want to start by providing an update about the infant formula shortage. Um, the first military plane landed yesterday with more than 70,000 pounds of specialty formula. And the second will arrive later this week. I know this is a scary situation for our parents and the caregivers who are taking care of these babies. Um, our administration is working around the clock to ensure that there is enough safe baby formula available for all who need it, and it is truly one of our highest priorities. And are kids going to die from this? Probably not. There's just been a few kids that are hospitalized. What this is, though, is it goes back to it's that snapshot again of slow reaction time. When you do make a choice, to, to, to carry in a direction, it's wrong. Yet the entire time this is going on, you see what's coming. You're being told this is coming. You understand that there's a chance that this may happen. And yet while you're being told all of that, you're getting all the information about that, you can see with your own eyes, you can read, you know, hey, this is what this report says. Nothing gets done. Nothing. And that is not, that's not good. It's just not. You can't. That's not a way to run a business or a country. And remember, children are important, right, Vice President? You know, when we talk about our children, I know for this group, we all believe that when we talk about the children of the community, they are the children of the community. She's great. <laughs> I don't think you're being serious. Probably not. 
323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. All of that being said, the joke uh, that is not a joke is the fact that gas prices are continually through the roof. And they're going higher. This time last year, gas averaged a dollar fifty-seven nationwide. That was then. Now we're paying over three dollars more for a gallon of regular self-serve. The government's Energy Information Service says the average price this week four fifty-nine a gallon. You'll pay the most in California. Prices are lowest along the Gulf Coast. Yep, prices are low on the Gulf Coast because there is plenty of what? Well, not only have oil there, uh, you have shipping there. You have tons of, you know, pipelines there out here in the southwest and throughout the uh, the west coast and up to the northwest. Very limited pipelines and special blends. We've got special blends to blend the speciality out of it and a lot of other regulations and insanity. So prices are going to be high er, out here. But let's not forget California has the port the busiest port in America, where goods come from. And because of that, well, higher diesel prices, more regulations means higher prices to the customers, and that lands on all of us. So expect that to stay steady through the end of this year and potentially in the next. And, of course, we're on you know recession watch. I've got pox watch. We got recession watch. There's a lot of stuff going on right now. There is. And we've also got races when it comes to primaries. So we head into the midterms. There's some big primaries. Georgia's being looked at for a lot of different ways. First of all, you guys remember what happened? Jim Jim Crow 2.0. They passed these laws after 2020, and it was overreaching, and nobody was ever going to be able to vote again, uh, especially a person of color, only to find out, well, wait a minute here. We've broken the record already. Uh, record turnout for people in Georgia. But the other reason people are watching it is it is Trumpism versus Republican conservatism is the way they're kind of looking at this. The election here is being seen as a test of just how important a voice Donald Trump still has in the Republican Party. Brian Kemp is a turncoat, is a coward. The former president has endorsed and campaigned for former Senator David Perdue, calling Kemp a sellout for refusing to overturn the 2020 presidential election results in Georgia, where Joe Biden won. The winner will face Democrat Stacey Abrams in November. Yeah, and Stacey's got her own problems, and mostly it's her. She gets herself in problem problematic situations almost every couple days. I was talking to somebody yesterday who's my, I call her my lover, lovable, logical liberal. Uh, she's a sweet lady. She works here. And she says, you know, ever since I saw Stacey Abrams without the mask, reading to the kids who all had to wear masks, and then her saying, well, that was only during that time, and then finding out more and more that, no, it was several times throughout the day. She never wore a mask. Everybody else did. She goes, I've never, I, 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 I can't, I couldn't vote for her. I couldn't. I'm like, I get that. I totally get that. And we're going to talk more about this race and Trumpism because I think it's important that you're starting to see now fractures in the party. And, I, I, and I've said this. If Trump doesn't fare well, if he's not the kingmaker that a lot of people that want him to be, 
I mean, there's a lot of people that want him to be, who, who support him wholeheartedly, still think the race was stolen. If he's not that, you're going to watch a lot of people that, that were on Trump's side because Trump was president, I think, really peel away. And that's the battle that's going on right now. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Speaking of elections, we can't let what happened in 2020 happen here in 2024. Presidentialelectionproject.com. I want you to go check it out. It's about reforming the Electoral Count Act, and it's super important. The reason is they don't want 2020 to happen because it was this is not what the vice president should be about. They don't want to give the vice president that kind of power, and they don't want them to be in a position where people are coming and saying and trying to force people, or people are looking and saying, can I take advantage of this? Kamala Harris, potentially. They don't want any of that. So the Electoral Count Act of 1887, guess what? Antiquated, too vague. Ambiguities everywhere. They want everything to be clarified. To define the role of the vice president, to ensure that the role is beyond question should be made clear what the VP is doing, that the position in and itself is ceremonial and is not tasked with determining the outcome of any elections. To make sure that the states should do their jobs not only timely when it comes to elections, but Congress should respect each state's lawful results. So go to presidentialelectionproject.com. Just learn more about it. Take the first step in ensuring that Kamala Harris or any other vice president can't unilaterally decide the 2024 presidential election and beyond or that they're not tasked to do something that they shouldn't be asked to do. That's presidentialelectionproject.com. Presidentialelectionproject.com. Little What's Trending? Straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. Welcome to Chad. No, not the country. The institution. The Chad Benson Show. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Ignition. Liftoff. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Yeah, what does that mean? I mean something, right? Like it's trending on the old internet. What's trending? Find out what's trending and it. Interwebs. Start on uh, Google. Celtics yesterday. Sense of urgency from the start. Propels them in game four. When I watch much uh, basketball, I'll wait till the end. And by that, I mean I'm not watching any basketball. Four Love and Thunder trending on the Google. Trailer shows off Christian's Bale. He's the new villain in Thor. By the way, it looks again... Uh, I always screw up his name, uh, but uh, I always call him. I know his name is. is I always call him Tiki Watiti, but I know his name is Taika. I don't know. I always screw it up. <laughs> I always screw it up. Watiti, who's just amazing, is the director, and this looks absolutely awesome. Uh, and the cool thing is, it it's it's serious, but it's so much more than that. It's so much more entertaining and fun. The humor and the Thors are way better. Dwayne Haskins, who passed away this year, was hit by a dump truck. Apparently, was reportedly very, very drunk at the time of the accident. He was walking on the freeway. Uh, it was a horrible situation. The young quarterback died, uh, but uh, his toxicology came out, and he was uh, drunk. Brendan Langley, former NFL player in a wild fight at Newark Airport. We'll talk about that a little later. But it was a dust-up, to say the least. 
and uh, he thumped the employee. We'll talk about what happened to the employee. Walmart has pulled Juneteenth ice cream as black-owned Creamalicious touted. <laughs> what? Walmart will pull its Juneteenth ice cream following a backlash on social media because nobody in the history of forever, apparently, realizes what social media and what having an understanding of what will happen when you come up with crazy ideas trying to either be woke, too woke, or white guilty. And somebody thought, you know what? This seems like a good idea. Blackalicious ice cream. Walmart. Head over to Twitter. People are arguing, fighting over what? Everything and then some. Ricky Gervais is under fire. He's got a new uh, special that dropped yesterday, as the kids would say. We're going to talk about that. Because controversy. Controversy. Russian forces have intensified uh, their attacks on the Donbass region as they continue to up their attack, continue to fight, 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 and push back uh, the Ukrainian people who are fighting harder, 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 and pushing back the Ukraine, the Russian army. So it's very interesting to watch this thing play out because this is that long slog that Mike Lyons has come on our show and numerous said this is the long slog this is where you get that stalemate it's a foot of dust followed by a foot of blood and then it's pushed back the other way so uh, insurance company State Farm tells Washington Zambert no longer supports a program by Gender Cool an organization that promotes education around LGBTQ issues that allowed for distributions of books in schools Following the leaked emails that came out, oh, State Farm, what were you thinking? 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show, your Twitter. So you're not going to support it, but you support it until the emails came out? Talk about that. So much other good stuff. Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Keeping an eye on the old monkeypox. You don't want to catch it, because if you do, you'll have to stay home for days. The U.S. is in process of releasing monkeypox vaccines from the national stockpile for high-risk people. How many doses? Tens of thousands? Millions? country has 100 million doses, just in case. My goodness me. They're releasing 1,000 right now, though. But they're going to ramp up quickly. I'm not getting it, the monkeypox. It is the uh, Yanios? Yanios vaccine? Yanios! 
or Janios vaccine. So that's what it is. So if you were worried about the monkeypox and you're thinking, hmm. Now, uh, smallpox, if you've had the smallpox vaccine, chances are you're going to be all right. I'm just saying, if you've had the smallpox vaccine, it can protect against monkeypox. So the last, I think it was 72, is when they gave out the last dosages of smallpox. So that was that was a while ago. So if you were born like from 72 and, you know, 71, 70, you're, you're good. If you're afterwards, you could be in serious, serious jeopardy of getting the monkeypox. Really? No, it's not really. The last naturally occurring a case of smallpox, by the way, was 1977. There's no evidence of naturally occurring smallpox transmission anywhere in the world. So, that's why we got so many of that other stuff, because we eradicated it, kids. So, be prepared just in case the pox finds you. Over the weekend, uh, on Friday night, I uh, didn't get to it yesterday, Bill Maher, who, you know, the, the right is, is, is enjoying. By the way, I've, I enjoy Bill Maher. Uh, I, I think he's funny, always have. Uh, when he makes fun of the right, I think it's great. When he makes fun of the left, he's pissing people off. He's an old school liberal, right? He's not a nut job. That's what liberals used to be. Like when you think of liberals, this is kind of what this guy is. The conservatives like it because, yeah, he's given them crap for years and years, but he's talked about the fact that, look, uh, he's the same person he always is. It's the left has left him. So what did he do this past weekend to piss people off? Well, as a comic, you're pissing a lot of people off. Case in point, you're taking on. The LGBTQ2+, two-spirit. And, of course, we've thrown in the other one, P, for pretend. Uh-oh. Broken down over time, the LGBT population of America seems to be roughly doubling every generation. According to a recent Gallup poll, less than 1% of Americans born before 1946, that's Joe Biden's generation, identify that way. 2.6% of boomers do. 4.2% of Gen X, 10.5% of Millennials, and 20.8% of Gen Z. Which means if we follow this trajectory, we will all be gay in 2054. <laughs> Statistically, it's just not possible. It's not. So a quarter of the younger generation, the Gen Z, Millennials about 10%, a quarter of the younger generation says they're part of the LGBTQ2+. Group, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what else to say, but then what happens? Well, first of all, statistically, it's just it's not possible. Secondly, they go after, hey, you know, the thing we've talked about for a while. There, it's like the coal thing. Yes, part of the rise in LGBT numbers is from people feeling free enough to tell it to a pollster, and that's all to the good. But some of it is. It's trendy. Remember, the prime directive of every teen is anything to shock and challenge the squares who brought you up. It's why nobody gets a nose ring at 56. And if you haven't noticed that with kids doing something for the likes 
is more important than their own genitals, you haven't been paying attention. Yeah, absolutely 100% spot on. And it is. a To me, it is completely ridiculous to think that there are this many people that all tend to be hanging out with one another. You notice that? I went to school for uh, a while. Met some kids who were gay, everybody knew who they were. Do we have any trans kids? No. Do we have any kids that were all non-binary? No. So we're all new phenomenons. But what it's done is a lot of those kids now are becoming special. They're getting a designation. They're getting celebrated in certain parts of the country. Oh, yeah. Dr. Erica Anderson is a prominent 71-year-old clinical psychologist who is herself transgender and who now says, I think it's gone too far. She's come to believe that some children identifying as trans are falling under the influence of their peers and social media. If we can't admit that in certain enclaves there is some level of trendiness to the idea of being anything other than straight, then this is not a serious science-based discussion. It's a blow being struck in the culture wars using children as cannon fodder. And that's so much of what it is. I see the pressure that goes on. I have a 13-year-old. And I, because she is, she's awkward. Uh, She's on the spectrum. She is uh, she she feels more comfortable in a situation where she never liked girls toys. She never liked, uh, you know, you know, to, there was dolls were were not. She likes monsters and anime and, and that kind of stuff. And and but she feels more comfortable in the virtual reality world. And a lot of her friends are all egging each other on. Yeah, you can do it. Yeah, it 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 is it is such a peer pressure thing. Are you sure? Are you are you are you sure? And then you start thinking, well, maybe I'm not. Maybe I am. And then you've got schools playing a huge part in this. And let's not pretend that they don't. I don't understand parents who won't let their nine year old walk to the corner without a helmet, an epipen, and a GPS tracker. And God forbid their lips touch dairy. But but hormone blockers and genital surgery, fine. Talk about a nut allergy. Yeah. He also talked about the fact that, you know, in L.A., you go to one of these high she-she parties where it's now become just as trendy to have a trans kid as it is to have a little dog inside your purse. Doesn't happen in Ohio. No, probably. No, no. It's the hipness. It's the coolness. There's something about that. And let's not pretend that there's not certain portions of society society that is pushing some of this stuff. State Farm. We were just talking about it. State Farm, uh, there was an issue. They were working with a company. And that company, uh, Gender Cool. apparently, uh, hands out books. And State Farm's whole thing is it was part of their philanthropic program, right? So they were going to use, they were going to help them with promote inclusivity. Well, it got into the classrooms, which is something that they didn't think anything about. It was about getting it to the parents, apparently. And they were not happy about that. Conversations about gender and identity should be happening at home with parents. We do not support required curriculum in schools on this topic. 
And this is from their chief diversity officer. One of the books, right? Uh, there's a character named Gina who's introduced to young readers as transgender. A girl who uses she, her pronouns. When you're born, a doctor looks at you and says, it's a boy or it's a girl based on your body. But gender isn't that simple. You see, when I was born, it's a boy. But that wasn't true. Wait, what? That book's for five-year-olds. Come on, now. There is a problem with that. I'm sorry. You know? I love my son to death, but he wanted to be everything in the world. I told you when he was young, he wanted to be a fire engine. He didn't want to be a fireman. He wanted to actually be the fire engine. At no time did I go, well, we better get some sheet metal and start working on this. Didn't happen that way. It didn't. It's great that we have conversations. It's great that things are more open and we're more accepting. But we're at the point now of insanity. And to say that 25% of a younger generation all thinks they're gay or trans or two-spirit or she, her, him, they, is that is just not real. Sorry, it's not. Right? And you had the... Uh, with the undersecretary of the Department of uh, Health and Human Services, who's trans, came out. It's settled science. It's settled when it comes to the medical field that all of this stuff, this, this you know, gender-affirming care has to be given. It's settled. It's not settled. It's far from settled. You're getting more and more psychologists saying it's not settled. There are problems here. This is a trend. You should not be giving kids any kinds of treatment this early in their lives. No, no, no. But they are. We got so much more, including we're going to talk about the bearded trans teacher with three-year-olds. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Their, their astonishment, by the way, after unmasking him through COVID. Plus, we're going to talk about Ricky Gervais and his new comedy special where he's offended people. He's only been out for a day. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Plus, we've got a Nature Will Mess You Up segment. Talk about it in a little bit. Calibrate. Help you lose weight. It's Calibrate. So what's Calibrate going to do for you? First of all, FDA-approved medication. What does that mean? It's not made in a lab that's been FDA-approved. The medication itself is FDA-approved. You're going to work with Calibrate's one-on-one coaching specialist. They're going to help you with lifestyle changes while you take the FDA-approved medication, as well as meeting with a doctor via video to go over everything. It is incredible what Calibrate's going to do for you. It's about resetting your metabolism. It's about getting you past that point where you're like, I'm eating right, I'm doing everything right. Why have I plateaued and I'm not losing weight? Because your body is fighting against you. Your body's goal is for you not to starve. So it will protect itself, and that's your metabolism. Try Calibrate, best thing you'll ever do for your body. Absolutely. You want to lose weight, you want to do it right. Calibrate's earliest members lost well over 15 to 20% of their body weight. That can be you. That's what I want you to do. Join Calibrate.com. Save yourself $50 on a one-year metabolic reset. Do it now. Join Calibrate.com. $50 off a one-year metabolic reset. Go now. Join Calibrate.com. Use code CHAD, code CHAD, at joincalibrate.com. Chad Benson Show. Go 
Don't let the Washington Beltway strangle you. This is where the exhausted majority comes to refuel, realign, and reevaluate. This is Chad Benson. Buddy Sam, text me from Mass. Sam in Mass. I love that commercial. Your brother from Boston or your cousin from Boston. Uh, he says, hey, Chad, monkeypox? Question mark. Is that true? Does someone have a relation with a monkey? Please tell me that's not true. Well, I don't think somebody had a relation with a monkey. It's, uh, uh, it's more complicated than that. Yeah. No, but yeah, monkeypox are real. Uh, people say they should be called rat pox. I don't know why the monkeys get monkeys always get a get a get a bad rap. Probably because they're trying to take the world over, and you just you know you don't want that, right? You don't you don't you you can't you, we we can't have that. You can't have that, Chad. So yes, but uh, and no, I don't think anybody had a relation with a rat. <laughs> but it's real. The pox is real. We're monitoring it for you. We want to make sure that. Uh, we're on top of it. Got our breaking, roving news reporter. Let's go ask him. Any pox yet? No pox yet. Not yet. Not yet. So we were talking uh, about the uh, <clears throat> LGBTQ. You know this, this this really this crazy trend of insanity where it's like everybody is trans. Everybody is, you know, something, they're special, like they check a box and, you know, it, it, it's it's ridiculous. Pretty soon it's going to be like, hey, what are you? I'm just a straight white guy. I'm like, oh, my God, I should put you in a museum. <laughs> People should come look at you. So you're the last one. It's nuts, though. Case in point, let's take a listen to a teacher, a bearded trans teacher. So today was full of little happy gender euphoria moments. I got called Mr. Micah a lot today. Well, completely femme. And that was really heartwarming that the kids just got it. Uh, I was in a new classroom and I took off my mask to blow my nose. And I just hear a kid loudly whisper, Oh, she's a boy. And I was like, yeah, you got it, kid. You totally got it. Yeah. And you don't sound like a boy, and uh, no, I don't really look You look like a, well, whatever you want to be. Again, be happy. Fantastic. Knock yourself out. But don't tell me that boys can get pregnant. That's not true. Now, you can believe you're a boy. You can identify as a boy. Right? Like I could say, you know what? My daughter is the daughter of Superman. Because <laughs> I believe I'm Superman. So that would make her Superman's daughter. And my son would be, well, maybe I was Batman. Batman's son. Oh, my God, Chad. Now you're being stupid. There are issues. And remember, I told you guys this. I want you to understand this. Until you can learn to take a joke, your group of folk haven't come the full circle. It's one of the reasons why the West is the best, because we take jokes very well. Oh, we fight amongst ourselves in the culture war of indoctrination and insanity, but you can poke fun at Jesus all day long. I don't see people burning down Fox or wherever Family Guy's going to be next week. Or, yeah, yeah, you know, it's like they make it angry, but really? I mean, you know, Cartoon Network told Matt and Trey, don't put Muhammad on here. 
So there you go. There you go. We could be honest for a second about a lot of this stuff. But nobody wants to talk about it because everybody's fear is. And you watch, State Farm's going to get in trouble because we were talking about State Farm and their uh, gender cool, this this group, the organization they're working with, with their inclusivity, that they were handing out books and they were getting into schools and they're like, whoa, 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 that's not what we, we thought you were going to give them to parents and you guys could talk about stuff. We want no part of these things being part of a curriculum. That's for mom and dad or mom and mom or mom who identifies as dad and dad who identifies as mom. Oh, Chad, now you're just confusing us. I know, it's confusing. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter Tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from every one of you. Says the champ, Benson Joe. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Still no sign of the monkeypox, but we are not giving up. We will find it. We will find it. Good news is there is vaccines. That is good news. There are vaccines available if need be. There. No, no, I. They, they released 1,000 vaccines for high-risk people. And I don't even know who those people are. Could not tell you who those people are that would make you high-risk to get the monkeypox. <laughs> to catch the monkeypox, it is extended periods of times, right? That's a big one. Extended periods of time. That you have to spend with someone. Where is the monkeypox? Dr. Patel. Tell the question right now is that is this is this a change in the normal epidemiology or the of the virus or about human behavior? And that's what scientists are really trying to peg down. Why are we seeing this disease outside of its endemic or the countries where we normally see it in Central and West Africa? Oh. Are you guys freaking out? What we do is we pay very close attention to what headlines are telling us about what local outbreaks look like. And we do not panic because as of right now, there has not been any cause of alarm by scientists or epidemiologists saying this is spreading out of control. Are you sure? Are you positive? Because I don't want to be in a situation again where I got to mask up. The thought that anybody would say, you know, you guys might have to wear a mask because of this. I, I don't think that's true. I don't think that's, I, I'm thinking that's, that's, that's not true. Dr. Patel, uh, airborne? 
The respiratory droplets, in order to transmit monkeypox that way, you have to be in very close contact with someone who is actively coughing or sneezing. It's different than the airborne transmission we've seen with COVID-19, where the small little viral particles can float around in the air and go several feet. Okay. So, it's also sexually transmitted. There was one case last year, July 2021, of a U.S. citizen who traveled back from Nigeria and was around 200 other close contacts, and only one case was identified. That individual himself, none of the other contacts. So it is human-to-human transmission is not very likely. All right, there you go. But we'll monitor it because nothing else is going on. And uh, pandemic was big business for the news industry, and as we all like to, uh, you know, it's, it's a news business. And we want to make sure that their business is booming. 323-538-2423. But we'll keep an eye on the monkeypox. Well, all that being said, kids, we move on to stuff that really matters, like gas prices. want you to listen to the fact that gas prices are up. This time last year, gas averaged $1.57 nationwide. That was then. Now we're paying over $3 more for a gallon of regular self-serve. The government's Energy Information Service says the average price this week, four fifty-nine a gallon. You'll pay the most in California. Prices are lowest along the Gulf Coast. That's right. So I'm going to take out uh, a giant map here, and uh, we're going to write buck fifty-seven, and then we're going to write plus three. We're going to do 12 months equals, oh, my God, gas prices are sucking my will to live. That's what that equates to. If you are somebody who is on the paycheck to paycheck, right, you were able to save a little bit of your 401k, have a couple bucks left for emergency. You weren't starving outside of that. You were doing okay. You're now paycheck to paycheck. You're not saving anymore. You may be taking some of that money used for emergency just to get by. If you were paycheck to paycheck, like you you took home three or four grand and life was three or four grand. Well, guess what? You're taking home three or four grand and your life is $4,200, $3,500. People feel that. People are not happy. They're not. They're frustrated. And in a time when you're the president of the United States and you're looking around for something good to talk about. Something good to talk about. There isn't a lot. There isn't really anything. You're going to talk about immigration? No. No, we're not talking about that. It's uncomfortable. Okay. Are you going to talk about uh, inflation? No, that's uncomfortable as well. Are you going to talk about, well, I mean, you got the thing. Well, no, we, we, we just would rather not talk, which would probably be good. How about your baby formula? No, we're not talking about that. Okay, okay, I know. Afghanistan. No, nah, wait, 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 wait. We'd rather forget that's a part of no would be the answer to that. Hmm. How many things you got pushed through? Uh, we didn't. We couldn't work together. Nobody wants to work. The Republicans don't want to work with us. We don't work with them. Let's just, uh, I just rather not talk about stuff. Let's talk about other things. Do you like sports? Biden was asked yesterday about the potential for a recession. 
Come on. God, even the machine. In your view, is a recession in the United States inevitable? No. Our GDP is going to grow faster than China's for the first time in 40 years. Now, does that mean we don't have problems? We do. We have problems that the rest of the world has, but less consequential than the rest of the world has them because of our internal growth and strength. Some of that's true. I mean, we live in America, and we're blessed to live here. You wake up here every single day. You should be blessed you live here, regardless of the status you think you have in life. Or what, it, it, This is a just a country that is beyond amazing. We're living in the greatest time in human history, despite all the chaos and, cha- and craziness. But I continue to go back to this. You will be handed stuff as a president. Some of it, good. Some of it was like, sir, it's a filet mignon, and it's delicious. Oh, really? Some of it is like it's a bag of, of, of hot steaming poop. Oh, I didn't order that. Well, that's what you've got. Now, what you do with it is what matters. Opportunities came about to foresee many of the things that are going on right now. Because they were telegraphed. You knew that generals told you for weeks and weeks leading up to the pullout of Afghanistan, not good, not good, not good. Doesn't mean that we didn't pull out and doesn't mean it would have been better if Trump was there. But you didn't listen to them. And then when you tried to retaliate, you ended up killing a bunch of innocent people. That's not a win right there. And we abandoned our Afghani friends that helped us. We've allowed some people in here that probably shouldn't be here. And they're facing a global, I mean, they're, they're going to be, uh, uh, you know, taking a bigger brunt of the global famine that may be coming. Uh, that's not good. Okay, we move on. Immigration. There's nowhere to even start with immigration as far as trying to point out this is all you. Now, granted, you can only do so much because you don't actually craft the bills, do any of those things. But the leadership is all you. And your failure to do anything about immigration, to, to, to continue to ignore it, that's a you problem. That is a 100% on you problem. Now, when it comes to gasoline, they have tried to pitch it in many different ways. And gas is a huge part of what drives inflation. Today, on average, gas is costing $4.60 a gallon. That's up more than 10 cents a gallon from last week, almost 50 cents from last month. We're one week away from Memorial Day. Should Americans be buckling up for these high prices for the entire summer? Well, we're doing every, everything we can to try to bring those prices down. As you know, uh, this all emanates from uh, Putin's decision to invade Ukraine, which took Russian all oil of off the market. Not all of it. I mean, some of it, yes. But... Since troops started amassing on the Ukrainian border and there was the concern the Russian supplies would come off, we've seen prices at the pump go up $1.50. Have prices gone up? Yes. He telegraphed what he was going to do. He did. Was there a little buying here and there? Mm. It didn't got to that point, though. Well, I'll, I'll give you a buck. All right, how's that? I'll give you a buck. A dollar. But you should have known what was coming. You're telling the Ukrainians this is what's happening. 
Now, the fact that they didn't buy into it until two weeks before, really and earnestly, well, that's on them. And we have come through in a major way for them, as has a lot of the world, including tons of countries in Europe who've decided to say, you know what, we're done with you, Russia, and your oil and gas. So, yes, the pressure was going to be there. That being said, what were you doing quietly by bringing oil executives in going, look, guys, this isn't about your record profits. Let me drop it to you the right way. We're going to get out of your way and allow you to drill in some places. You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Okay? You do me a salt. This is how government works, making a very hard decision that may piss people off for the greater good. On top of that, should have been buying up across the board for our strategic reserves so we wouldn't have to dip into our strategic reserves. We could have overpopulated it with cheaper oil that was out there. You didn't forward think and see. You didn't adjust. And when you do adjust, what ends up happening? It's usually late, late, late. And more often than not, it's wrong. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from all of you. A lot of good stuff still to get to. More Ricky Gervais. I didn't give a chance to read some of his joke that is pissing people off, which makes us laugh. Oh, yes, it does, kids. Oh, goodness me. More of the monkeypox, baby. It's here. Oh, my goodness. The Anti-Capitalistic Cafe. And a great article about it. We'll talk about that as well. Let's talk about stakes. Well, all the prices going up dad's day not too far away beef up chicken up oh god Chad, i know what are we gonna do for dad he loves himself some barbecue oh yeah well you're gonna be a winner with omaha steaks oh yes you are because guess what they got a deal that is literally to eat for what is it? Well, it's 99 bucks, and it's called Dad Wants Steaks. I've got my package uh, sent to me thanks to the kids, and they it's gone. Gone! Gone! I think we have a few things left. The first thing to go is the bacon wrap fillets. we got some gourmet jumbo franks. We have a few of those left. And, yes, air-chilled boneless chicken breasts. And you ready for this? Some caramel apple tartlets. Mm. And then, just for the hell of it, little eight. Free Omaha Steak Burst. Delicious. You're going to get the seasoning. I love it. $99. Think about that would cost you in a store today. The best, period. Naturally aged from ultimate tenderness and juiciness in the flavor. And here's the other thing. All backed by an unconditional 100% money back guarantee. All right. Dad, dads want steaks. That's true. So when you give your dad the perfectly aged, and so tender steaks. You're going to be the winner, winner for everybody. Plus, you'll probably get a little bit of it as well. All right? So make a memory. Eat some great food. Do it with Dad. Visit omasteaks.com. Type Benson in the search bar. Order the Dad's Want Steaks package today. Eight of their new, bigger Oma Steak Burgers you're going to get absolutely free. On top of all the other stuff, it's 100% money-back guarantee. That's omasteaks.com. Type Benson in the search bar. When you order Dad's Want Steaks package stays only $99. Chad Benson Show.
am not a terrorist. I am not Antifa. I am not a sex slave that wears masks. <gasps> Don't be a cutie pie. Probably sit around and cook some soups and eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. You're ruining my life, bud! You You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. Policy has not changed at all. I stated that when I made my statement yesterday. That right there is Biden trying to figure out how to talk himself back from Taiwan. Like the whole like, yeah, we're totally going to be with Air Forum. It's like, that's what? (laughs) And then they're they're Well, we're not, but we are, but we're not. But it's possible, but we could be. But I don't really know. So I don't know what our policy is when it comes over to Taiwan. This is what I do know. What we've done for Ukraine in a short amount of time, we've done for Taiwan for a very long time. Ukraine thought, yeah, they'll never attack us. Right? We're cousins. We're related in a lot of ways. They're never coming. Even when they were on the border. Up until two weeks before, it was like, ah, they're never coming. For Taiwan, it's not that way. For Taiwan, it's, they're coming. It's not... Oh, they're never coming. It's not if, but when. It's not why. Because they think they're going to take back what they see as their country, and it's a rogue state. You're missing from our bosom. You're our, you're us. We're taking you back. And the Taiwanese like, no, we're us. And so they're expecting this. It's just how and when. The moves they're making signal it could be sooner rather than later. But I think there's some hesitation in the fact that what is going to potentially happen if they storm the Taiwanese beach and the beaches, because remember, this is an island. Right? This is not this is this is not like what you see in Ukraine. And it is going to be much tougher, much tougher, much more painful. And I'm not sure the Chinese military and their leaders are ready for that. So it's not if, but when. So we'll see. But he's trying to clarify as they try to clarify, but then everybody else re-clarifies what was clarified before. And at the end of the day, we still have no clarification. Hope that clarified it. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Not that you guys need to know, but I'm hungry. So there, let you into a part of my life. Feel special? I am a little hungry. 
What else should I have? I might have a little peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It's weird because I get here so early and I forget, like, by 10 o'clock. That's, like, my lunch lunch. I, I, I slept in today. I got up at 3. We're staying at, uh, uh, we did a little mini staycation. And my mother-in-law likes to go to auction casino, Harris Casino, and she's got all these points, so we got free rooms. And kids swam all day yesterday, and same thing on Sunday. But I was telling my wife, finding help has to be so tough because they closed the pool, had like a swim-up bar, and I don't drink, but they had sodas and stuff. And and uh, on Sunday, they closed it at like 5 o'clock. They're like, yeah, we don't have any more bartenders. There's like, what do you mean you don't have bartenders? Like, that's like, they're like, we don't have pilots. That's not how that works. So, and I was like, my God. And, you know, we realized, right, if we want to get food here, the food was great, but you, you know, order it early. Order it when you're not hungry because you're going to get it when you're hungry. And I'm hungry. I just want to say that. I know. Today, big day, big test for Trumpism. For the Republican Party and Trumpism and everybody staring at Georgia. The election here is being seen as a test of just how important a voice Donald Trump still has in the Republican Party. Brian Kemp is a turncoat, is a coward. The former president has endorsed and campaigned for former Senator David Perdue, calling Kemp a sellout for refusing to overturn the 2020 presidential election results in Georgia, where Joe Biden won. The winner will face Democrat Stacey Abrams in November. Yeah. Now, Stacey Abrams got her own issues, and we'll touch on that in a second. But the reality is the current governor, who Stacey Abrams hopes to beat, who feels that he stole the last election, is boat racing Purdue. Pence is behind Kemp and... There's a lot of people looking. There are governors across the country who are throwing their support, uh, some behind Trump supporters, others behind people, uh, or at least criticizing people that Trump support. Here in Arizona, Carrie Lake is running for governor. She was a newscaster, like, you know, she was the, the anchor here at uh, one of the big stations. And she left, and she is all about... Trump, Trumpism, she is, you know, she throws, you know, stuff that she believes to be true and some stuff I know that is absolute conspiracy wackiness uh, out there. And it is interesting because the governor that's still sitting there who is termed out, he came out and said, no, she's, she's, she's basically, she's a kook. You can't vote for her, which is something he never does. I mean, he, he plays a very close to the vest, Doug Ducey, and this is a guy who was very close to Trump, but things went south because much like what took place in Georgia took place in Arizona, and that is they couldn't find votes for him. Also today, Georgia's Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, who famously, during a phone call in January 2021, refused to find former President Trump more votes, faces challenger Jody Heiss, who still falsely claims that Georgia's presidential election was a fraud. A frog? No, a fraud. Yeah. No. Said, I won't do it. There's no votes for me to go get for you. There's nothing. 
There's nothing for me to get for you. So this will be a very interesting watch because I think there's a lot of conservatives, a lot of Republicans who are 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 you know died in the wool conservatives, right? George Will kind of like conservatives who are looking at this and saying, which way is this party going to go? Because the infighting is tremendous. You see the same thing on the other side. The left and the, the right. You have the establishment Democrats, right? The liberal Democrats. Democrats who are, who are very much like, yeah, we need a strong border, uh, but we can be you know more inclusive and we can bring some people here, but we can't just have an open border. You know, they're for marriage equality, but they're not for everybody gets to pick their 12 genders. And you can, you know, it, what you would consider to be an old fashioned Democrat. And the progressive side. And everybody's looking out to see what happens. And and my fear is we're going to get even more, more polarized and extreme. That what gets through the primaries is the choices are one extreme or the other. How many times have you said this to yourself or heard this? I think that person can win a general election. Oh, yeah. I don't think they can get out of their own primaries. That's That's real. Now, on the other side in Georgia, you've got Stacey Abrams, who is uh, trying to weirdly walk back something that's not in the midst of the walk back. She decided to walk back forward in the other direction, talking about the state that she wants to represent. I am tired of hearing about being the best state in the country to do business, but we are the worst state in the country to live. When you're number one for maternal mortality, when you have an incarceration rate that's on the rise and wages that are on the decline, then you're not the number one place to do to live. I mean, I, I think it was an artfully delivered. Uh, my point was a point that I've made many times, and because we are listening to Brian Kemp give a, give narrative about a record that does not reflect reality. Okay, so we're not the number one state for business, and we're not a good state to live. That's that's your slogan. Producer Anthony, I were joking. She goes, Imagine being Brian Kemp going, all right, just run that on a loop and just put gas prices next to it, and we'll uh, we'll get this thing done. <laughs> so she was on a Joy Reid, and she's been on everywhere, and she has a chance to, well, as you know, walk it back. Try to clarify what you said. Did you really mean your state essentially sucks to live in? These are communities where we are number one in the nation in HIV diagnoses. And so my point is well intended, which is that for so many Georgians, this is not the number one place to be, but we have the capacity for greatness. And if. Yeah. Every, every state has a capacity of greatness and every state has their problems. But the whole thing is, is you're saying that you it's not a good state to live in you're running for governor you know one of the reasons i think there's a lot of pushback against trump in georgia is georgia i think felt like they were blamed for a lot of what took place when it came to trump on top of that when there was the runoffs for the senate seats you had trump and his cronies actively pushing against even voting at times in georgia 
telling them not to vote. And I think people were really looking back on, that was a stupid thing to do. You think? Yeah, was not good. So I think as these things start to emerge, this is what's going to happen. The Republicans are going to look up after November, but they're going to look up here sooner rather than later and go, all right, Trump threw a bunch of people out there, and some of them are so easy to throw out there, right? Some of them was like, yeah, well, look, he he won these eight races. Yeah, but he's picking, you know, it's like your team is 3-0, and and they're up by 25 in the fourth quarter, and the other team and your team is resting starters in the best of seven, and you pick that team. No, the races that matter, like this one with Purdue and with Kemp, that's different. He got behind Kemp. He threw Kemp. I mean, he got behind Purdue. He threw everything he could at Kemp. And I guarantee you, if he gets both raced and he's down by 30 points in the polls, now that might close by tonight. If he loses, Purdue, Trump's going to be like, he was weak. It was weak. It was totally weak. Couldn't be any weaker. Could not be any weaker if he tried. So we'll uh, we'll check and see throughout the day. We'll have more of that tomorrow. Oh, and remember how the Jim Crow laws were all over and worse than Jim Crow 2.0, I think they called it, in, in Georgia. Record turnout already in Georgia. Record early voting. Early voting surges. As Georgia watches the impact of the election law, obviously there doesn't seem to be that much of an impact if it's record voting. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Wrap it up with some fun stuff. My pillow right now has for you deals galore and so much more. Still the Bogo extravaganza is going on. That's the buy one. Get one extravaganza on all of the amazing MyPillow products. But how about this? Them slippers. It took four years to develop. Four years. One, two, three, four. To develop. Are ready for you to save big. How big? Like 90 bucks off. That's right. $90 off these amazing slippers. That is huge. Took four years. To, I mean, it took two years to develop. But you're going to get four. One, two, three, four different cushioning so when you're walking right you got the gel the patented fill memory foam what's great about it as you walk you go indoors outdoors it really relieves pain it makes it feel like you're not walking the fatigue is gone you get a six-day money-back guarantee one-year limited warranty comes in different styles and colors and sizes take advantage of that right now go to mypillow.com or call 800-983-4975-800 9834975 to get $90 off the my slippers while you're there take advantage of all the other deep discounts at the bogo extravaganza still going on it's at mypillow.com/benson mypillow.com/benson Chad Benson show No fake outrage here. Just the real thing. The Chad Benson Show. This is psychotropic? Yes. Yes, absolutely. It's a a psychotropic. You're not hallucinating, right? It's like both realities are 100% present. So you know you're in this room. You're sitting in the room. You don't lose sight. It's not like superimposed over this reality. It's totally separate. There's what's going on in your head, and there's what's going on in the room. Really? 
One of the experiences was the individual most hellish psychological experience of my life. I drink and it usually takes about 45 minutes to kick in. And I'm sitting there and you always feel like, you know, maybe it won't kick in this time. So I'm drinking, I'm sitting there and then all of a sudden it's, it's like I start seeing all of my money flying away. Oh, that's Will Smith pre-Oscars talking about his psychic trip of, you know, everybody's doing some sort of trippy thing and it's very much a cool thing to do now. Used to be tripping balls, but now it's about getting in touch with yourself in more ways than you realize. And it's about an understanding, a clearing up of the mind, a resetting. So I'm drinking, I'm sitting there, and then all of a sudden it's, it's like I start seeing all of my money flying away and my house is flying away and my career is going away. And I'm like, ah, oh, oh, and I'm trying to like grab for my money and my career my whole life is getting destroyed so this is your fear this is my fear in real life. and i'm in there but yeah. i'm in there and I'm, I'm just wanting to vomit and all of that and i hear a voice saying this is what the f it is this is what the f life is and i'm going ah, oh and i hear willow screaming daddy help me daddy how come you won't help me and i'm like i don't see you baby i don't see you okay at any point did you see yourself slapping chris rock is that what where the money flew from and then slowly, I was like, I stopped caring about my money. I just want to get to Willow. I stopped caring about my house. I stopped caring about my career. And I get to the point where I settle down, and the voice is still at 100%. I still hear Willow screaming. My money is still flying away, but I'm going. And I'm totally calm, even though there's hell going on in my mind. When I came out of it, I realized that anything that happens in my life, I can handle it. Oh, that's what he realized from his, his tripping balls. I realized that I could I could handle anything. I could do anything. I could be anything. But you couldn't handle a joke. Is, is, what I'm getting is, while you were tripping balls, you couldn't handle the joke. While you were on a, a journey, at no time could you handle a joke. Like, you need to handle everything at 100%. I can handle anything that goes wrong in my life. I can handle anything that this life has to offer me. That's part of the psychological training that happens in ayahuasca. First of all, 99% of the shit you worry about never happens. 99% of your pain and your misery is all self-generated. It's not real. True. Very true. True. But then talk about that 1%. <laughs> The one where somebody made fun of his wife. And uh, remember Ricky Gervais said, I wouldn't have done a G.I. Jane joke. I would have done a joke about all the men she slept with. Oh, Ricky, you're hilarious. You're... Speaking of that, he's got a new uh, and, of course, controversial special out. No way. He does. He does. He's got a new controversial special out, and it deals with trance. Now, remember who else did the trance thing? It was, and it wasn't a trance thing. It was having a conversation about a real experience in his life, Dave Chappelle, that people ran and flipped out about and, of course, wanted him canceled. And one person did what? Isaiah Lee says he was triggered by Dave Chappelle's jokes about the LGBTQ community and homelessness, and that's why he jumped on stage and tackled Chappelle at the Hollywood Bowl earlier this month. Lee talked to the New York Post from jail. He says he had no intention to hurt Chappelle, but jokes made by Chappelle and others that night 
pushed him over the edge. The publicity over the incident led to more serious charges for Lee, who is now also accused of stabbing his roommate last year. He pleaded not guilty last week to one count of attempted murder. Yeah, uh, I'm going to say this. Uh, you were triggered, but you brought a knife to an event. And you ran on stage and tried to stab that guy. Didn't get your ass whooped. Ricky Gervais worried because he is now taking on the danger of the trans community. One of his jokes, not going to give it all away, says, not all women, I mean, <laughs> the old-fashioned ones, the old-fashioned women who had wombs, those blanking dinosaurs. I love new women. They're great, aren't they? The new ones we've been seeing lately, the ones with beards and wieners. They're as good as gold. I love them. Now, the old-fashioned ones, oh, they want to use our toilets. Why shouldn't they use our toilets for ladies? They're ladies. Just look at their pronouns. What about this person isn't a lady? Well, his penis. <laughs> oh, goodness me. There's a lot more to it. It's uh, it's funny. It's funny. He's going to totally get can Who's coming after him? Who is? They're coming hard. They're going to come hard for him. And they're gonna, he says some other stuff. But it's just brutal. Because he doesn't care. Because comedy should be exactly what it is. It should reflect society, poke fun at society, keep people in check and the powers that be, get people to loosen up and laugh at each other, and make you think. Hope we do a little bit of that on this uh, mighty fine program. Watch out for the monkey pox. Could be around the corner. You just don't know. Have a blessed rest of your Tuesday. Go eat some tacos. Night, night, Jack! This is the Chad Benson Show.